G'day mate, 40 here. Beautiful morning in, where am I? Wolverton, something like that, North Sydney. About uh, a couple of miles north of uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge, but uh, just kind of struck by how Trump has completely avoided condemning Nick Franklin and how Trump really did everything he possibly can to avoid criticizing his supporters, his base. So, like, when he was asked about David Duke about seven years ago, Trump would say, you know, I don't know who David Duke is. Now he says, I don't know who Nick Fuentes is. And uh, after Charlottesville, right, you know, Trump did you know, everything he could to avoid uh, singling out the alt-right. But uh, uh, Trump recognizes that he gets a lot of these votes and so he's not going to alienate his supporters. And uh, David Froome, actually, on The Atlantic, had a good column. And uh, there's a great analogy here from China Watcher. But uh, when someone's losing power, you look to blast them for doing wrong. Right? And, and then people will say, oh, you know, they lost power because they've done wrong. But no, when you lose power, they blast you for doing wrong. When you have power, they make excuses Start for with Elsko. So, Republican condemnation of Donald Trump to the extent it exists is because they don't want him winning again. So, this is a pretty good uh, here in, uh, in the Atlantic. David Froome on Nick Fuentes, a ploy, not a principle. So he says Republican criticism of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago dinner with a Holocaust denier will be disavowed if Trump looks to be winning the party's 2024 election. Yeah, if people like you, if you have power, you know, if you're in good with people, they can make excuses for you. Like, we tend, not just with you know, political figures, we tend to make excuses for our friends. Like, if we see behavior by, by friends that we think is aberrant, like, we will excuse it. Because it's too complicated to think that, you now our mates are child beaters or wife beaters or tax cheats or people who commit felonies or people who screw over innocent people. We, we don't want to think of that about our friends. So, we naturally make excuses for our friends and kind of dismiss all contrary evidence to our understanding of them. And usually we, we only see our friends in like one sphere. So you know, we may have friends that we meet up with at the pub or we may have friends that we you know, meet up with at church or at synagogue or we may have work-related, fashion-related, education-related friends. And so we primarily see them in one area and then we just generalize from that. And uh, because they're our friends, we think, oh, you know, how kind-hearted they are, you know, how good they are. Well, your friend could very well be kind-hearted to you, kind-hearted in the one particular sphere you see him in, but in business he may be a son of a bitch. And with his family he may be cruel. Right. So any any character traits are domain-specific, all right? The person who's honest with his family is not necessarily going to be honest in business. The person who's honest in business is not necessarily going to be faithful to his spouse. And so people who want to align with Trump they see it in their self-interest, they're not going to condemn him 
for dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. And, like, did you see that? Those photos. <laughs> okay. Everybody <laughs> photos of uh, Nick Fuentes and <laughs> um, Kanye West and and Milo, like all all hanging out. And they're all on a plane, and they're all like, Milo's reading the Bible, and uh, Richard Ananya tweets, uh, Milo used to be very open about how much he enjoys certain body parts of black men. I admire what Christ has done for him, allowing him to stay immersed in his Bible while mere inches away from Kanye. So, let me show you this tweet. So yeah, Richard and Anya can be quite the, the bitchy queen, but look at that. This is Milo and Nick and Kanye <laughs> all on a plane together on their Christ is King tour. And here's Kanye telling uh, Trump to put God and Israel first before, before Israel. It's funny. Oh, I got my headphones on. Maybe. In America, yeah. maybe that's why God took it away from us. Then exactly. All right. I, I'm always, I'm constantly looking to see if someone can do the job better than me. I just haven't found anybody yet. And I think that Trump would be a great president, but he's got to put God first in everything he does. God, God first. In America, yeah. maybe that's why God took it away from us. Then exactly. All right. Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, Milo Yiannopoulos. I mean, these these three guys who look, you know, really, really gay. And uh, wait, this is this is bad, Billy. It's the funniest stuff ever that people don't see. Three little, literal, uh, I'll use the polite term, homosexuals sitting together in this picture laughing as Christians. Because that's what this all is. Oh man, this is, this is hilarious. Okay, and so David Froome says, for once, Donald Trump has a point. And uh, Trump's point is that... Uh, you supported me before. If I get power, you're going to support me again because it's in your best interest, even if you don't agree with, uh, with who I'm uh, having dinner with. So some former Trump supporters have raised their voices against this meeting. Like, this time, Trump has gone too far. But uh, his points, Trump's point, implicitly, that have these critics been in a coma since 2015? Like, Trump's been hanging around with some dubious characters for a long time, long before he even entered politics. So, keeping company with Nick Fuentes isn't even a Republican deal-breaker, so at least two members of the House Republican Caucus Conference, Paul Gosar and Marjorie Taylor Greene, have done so. And the next Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, has promised both of them important committee assignments in the next session. So... Like if Trump endorsed candidates have done better in the recent midterm elections, if Republicans have run the Senate, 
So if the party's donors were uniting behind Trump rather than DeSantis, then all you would hear from Republicans would be excuses. So if you have power, if you have popularity, people are just going to find every reason to excuse your behavior. It's not just Trump that applies to you and me. And people kick you when you're down, right? And they think you can, you can get away with it. But uh, when you're in power, right, they don't kick you when you're popular. So this is a China watcher. They say that an official who has done wrong will lose power. What really happens is an official who loses power will be accused of uh, doing wrong. So compare two Wall Street Journal articles five years apart. And here's yesterday's Wall Street Journal editorial about the Trump Fuentes dinner. It's a clear and forceful demand for personal responsibility. Mr. Trump hasn't admitted his mistake. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that Trump hasn't you know, criticized Fuentes. By, by hasting these men, by distancing himself from Fuentes. So instead, Trump portrays himself as an innocent who has taken advantage of by Kanye West. Then you look at the Wall Street Journal's editorial after Charlottesville. And the Wall Street Journal says, demanding personal responsibility of Donald Trump is essentially to be avoided at all costs. The focus on Mr. Trump is a cop-out because it lets everyone duck the deeper and growing problems of identity politics on the right and the left. Donald Trump didn't create this identity obsession. He's more a symptom than a cause. So in 2017, Trump was necessary, and so he had to be defended. 2022, Trump is inconvenient, so he can be condemned. So the, the extent the Republicans are condemning Donald Trump for his dinner with Nick Fuentes is because Trump is perceived as having lost power and status. So there's no condemnation of Kevin McCarthy, he's soon to be Speaker of the House for giving important committee assignments to Paul Gosar and Marjorie Taylor Greene associated with Nick Fuentes because Kevin McCarthy is regarded as absolutely essential by Republicans, therefore he has to be defended. If Kevin McCarthy weren't regarded as essential, then he'd be condemned. So Trump was caught on audio giving his core philosophy of scandal management. When you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. But here's the corollary. When you cease to be a star, they stop letting you get away with it. So the big dollar Republicans right now, Donald Trump has ceased to be a star. So there's this theory swirling around that Richard Spencer's pushing that the uh, Nick Fuentes dinner is ordered from a Ron DeSantis-inspired dirty trick. So I agree with David Froome. This is too complicated, too implausible. The idea that Milo Yiannopoulos, who's made his way into Kanye West's entourage, is you know, acting as a double agent for Ron DeSantis, inviting Fuentes to dinner to create a public relations nightmare for Trump, is, uh, is unlikely. It sounds... Again, much more like an excuse than an explanation. So Republicans who once submitted to Trump are now looking for exits. It's not because of principle, right? It's because they don't feel that uh, Trump has the power now. So Trump used to get a pass from these people. Now he doesn't. So Republicans are trying to weaponize some sort of insincere objection for immediate political purposes. So this Nick Fuentes dinner, once again, is another test of strength. Like, how much will someone let you get away with? Like, if you're dating someone, they let you get away with bad behavior, you're going to persist in more bad behavior. If you're 
an employee and your employer lets you get away with bad behavior, you're probably going to partake in more bad behavior. All right? Donald Trump has long benefited, most of the last six years, from the protection of the Republican Party because the Republican Party has felt like it needs Trump. Now you've got rich and connected Republicans saying that they're, they're better off without Trump, and therefore you're getting some condemnation. So the, the overall level of the criticism of Trump is really just a reflection of his power status within, within the party. And we all have power status that goes up and down depending on our popularity and depending on our competence. So you walk into a room one day and you're in a powerful state, and uh, you'll get a different reception than, than a different day when you, you're down in, in status. So it's possible that Trump you know, wins the Republican nomination again. And then the GOP is just going to rally around it. Now, I've been struck by the relatively muted level of Republican criticisms of uh, Donald Trump. Like it seems to me that they haven't been particularly interested in going after him. So Trump still commands a tremendous amount of power. So, you know, having dinner with Nick Fuentes, that, that made me consider a bad thing, but you know, what about his election denial, right? Which I think was somewhat exaggerated. It's not so much election denial. It's just more that Trump is never a good loser. The Motley crew, Nick, Kanye, Milo, the three amigos. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. This is going to be awesome. All right. So... If uh, Donald Trump's deal with the Republican Party is in danger now, it's not because Trump has done a bad thing, right? He's exactly the same man as he was seven, six, five, four, three years ago. His party's the same. It's just that the political and power calculations have possibly changed. Okay, see you later. Just uh, sharing my wisdom with.